I just I just kind of want to talk about uh the sexuality in this oh. film, the sexual yeah, guys. Um, it, when I was play tonight. I was not aware that I would be watching softcore porn with two of my best friends. So exactly, you know, that's yeah. fine. And it wasn't just one scene; it was a couple, and no. they were very charged. Yeah. I yeah, I was like, whoo, and I'm amazed I'm just... they went that far. Honestly. Hi, howdy, hello there, everybody. Climb on up to the Shoujo Treehouse, where we stand that kind of awkward moment where you're watching people fucking with some of your best friends. <laughs> uh, my name is Cammie, and one of my best friends and my podcast uh, partner here with me tonight is Cassie. That's me. I'm Cassie. That's me. Yes, you are. I love and I love you so much. Um, so it's oh, it has been a long time, but we're here with one of our inebriated reviews for the month of June. Um, so if you haven't listened to our inebriated reviews, pretty straightforward. Uh, we get drunk and or high. We go into an anime movie blind, and then we review it right after we watch it, which is what we did tonight. So in honor of June being Pride Month, we wanted to watch an appropriate film and coincidentally one that just came out uh, that's been on my radar for a bit uh, is called Umibe no Etranger. Uh, pardon my French. Um, the plot for Umibe no Etranger is three years ago, Hashimoto Shun, a gay novelist in the making, met Chibana Mio a very quiet high school student in Okinawa. Mio had lost both of his parents and was often seen sitting on a bench until very late hours watching the sea near Shun's house. They slowly grow closer to one another, but Mio suddenly had to leave the island to pursue his studies. Three years later, Mio returns to Okinawa, saying, I've been thinking a lot these last three years. Even if he's a man, I love Shun. Will these two finally be able to make a step forward together? Uh, thanks to our good friend who could not join us tonight, uh, Zach, he helped me realize that the translation of the title of this movie, Umibe no Etranger, roughly translates to A Stranger by the Sea, which I think is very fitting. Uh, so this is based off of a manga, which now, just looking back on it, makes so much sense. The whole time we were watching, I was like, this is probably based on a manga. And it was actually released in summer 2020, but is now uh, making the rounds with subtitles. So we decided to give this a watch. Cassie, had you heard anything about this movie before going in? Um, Not a whole lot, just that it was very gay positive and also that it was beautiful. And that most of the people who watched it liked it. But outside of that, I had no freaking clue. Nada. Nothing. Yeah. I actually have to say the exact same thing. Like, I saw the concept art from it and then saw that it was, like, a positive, um, like, portrayal of just, like, MLM, uh, male of male. And I was like, I really want to give this a watch. Uh, and, you know, I think for me, 
it hit all three of those cylinders where I think it was good representation. I think it was very pretty and I really liked it. Uh, but what about you? What about you? What do you think about this movie? I thought that it was beautiful and I'm excited to talk about the intricate details of why it is beautiful, both visually and in terms of the story it is trying to tell. Um, it's probably Sounds one good. of, if not the best movie we've watched for this podcast. Uh, yeah, especially in our inebriated reviews series. Oh, I specifically was like, wow, for the inebriated is... reviews. Like, this this movie is yeah. too good for an inebriated review, but here we are. I mean, that's fun. We like to shake it up. Um, I think initially we definitely started this series to watch, like, shitty movies because we started with, like, fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, you know, I mean... Actually, we've watched another good movie on inebriated reviews because we watched Angel's Egg, which right, I forgot about right. as well. Um, but yeah, like we definitely toss it up uh, and shake it up. And I think our last inebriated review was like probably the most middling of our reviews, which was uh, the cat movie, A Whisker Away. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're just going into something that I thought was really, really good. Um, yes. So... Yeah, this movie, so like I mentioned before, I'll just go in and start and say that it makes total sense to me that this was based off of a manga, and I knew right when we went in that it was an hour long, and basically, especially in the beginning, I feel like this movie paces itself through vignettes, just like little flashes of story, and um, I did have like a little bit of a hard time sometimes catching specific intricate details like um like there's a point where the boy Mio um leaves to go to the subset and institution and I guess they probably meant like college but like certain little lines like that kind of went over my head but I got a lot of the big emotional details I think like you learn yeah. immediately about um the two characters how Shun is like um kind of uh just like a hardworking boy that like lives uh with his grandmother and like helps out at the restaurant and there are like tenants in um the home where he lives and you get the sense that Mio is uh pretty isolated and he dealt with some grief and they go into that very immediately and you see the effects of his grief so like I felt for these characters even though maybe I didn't always understand all of their like personal details yeah um i think that's oh yeah go ahead, i was gonna go say ahead. and i think that's okay um yeah definitely and i think rewatches for this movie would definitely be um useful knowing what you need to keep an eye out for i suppose um for sure but from what you get on a first watch it's it's perfectly um digestible you can understand what's going on which is nice yeah there are so many there are so many movies, and I feel like we've even watched some on this podcast specifically that try to do way too much in their uh, in their allotted like time slot. That's actually an issue I think I have with anime movies in general a lot of the time, um, where the storytelling just tries to cram way too much and it doesn't translate well. And the thing is, like some of these moments and the vignettes are so small and so minimalist, but like they're effective, and you know. We could probably credit that to a lot of different ways. But yeah, I think overall, the storytelling was still very strong. Um, and I just really loved the characters after, like, two right? minutes. I was just, I loved them. Yeah. Uh, so did you, 
actually, I know kind of your feelings on the characters, but maybe do you want to talk about I that I just love that not only do I love the characters due to the storytelling, but just from the get-go, you the way that the art style conveys what kind of characters they are is really fascinating. Yeah. But I could kind of tell exactly what kind of person Shu was just from the first few se- like scenes of him in the movie because of just how softly he's drawn. Later, that changes slightly when his point of view changes. And I thought that was a nice touch. Like his character design was a little less soft. Um, whereas That's a whereas Mio's just got softer. Um, so... <laughs> His pony, his ponytail, and his Sorry. soft chubby cheeks. Um, the art style often draws their faces in very silly ways that just conveys how they're feeling mm-hmm. internally in like the best ways possible. So I love their designs. I love what yeah. they convey, and I love both of the main uh, boys, Ashun and Mio. There are some moments of melodrama, but for the most part, it's it's pretty damn mm-hmm. good. It's good. It's delicious. Yeah. I, I eat that for breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner. Nom, 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 nom. I love that you mentioned their like silly yeah. faces because I think that that humanizes them so much, and I I love that, and I think that's kind of what provided some levity for me with like the melodrama because they didn't take it entirely seriously. You know, they let it exist, but then like after that, the follow up was like, oh my god. Well, that was kind of stupid and they like, you know, admit to having a petty fight or like were awkward with each other. And it's like, you know, this is this is real, especially like they're 20 year olds, like they're babies for a lot of the movie. And yeah, like all of their behavior does seem to me to make sense for their age. Um, Also, I just want to say also great to have this representation with um older than 18 yeah. cast with with a cast who aren't minors throughout the whole film cast that um, isn't so minors that was great for the most part are um gay characters including the side characters which was a nice touch as well i was not expecting they would feed right? us that with like with like oh my god like uh when we were watching it with our friend zach he was like yeah i kind of called that and i was like yo I didn't, I did not, I, I thought we were getting one form of representation, but this movie's like, fucking yeah. no, have it, like, all, mm, eat it up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that, on that note, I love the side characters, I love the, the two, uh, I love the grandma, I love the two women that also are, like, tenants in, uh, like, Shun's yep. home, they are great, I love them so much. <laughs> They are a whole mood, and it was just, like, very cute. Um, And even the group dynamic was really nice. They emphasize found family in the first portion of this film, like, with the scene of everybody eating dinner together. And it gave me, like, March comes in, like, a line, like, found family Oh, don't do that to me! And I loved it. Oh, Oh, yep, there you go, there you go. The cats even, too. The freaking cats. (laughs) Um, I also also Um, wanted to know what you felt about, like, the... The ex-fiance. Because I kind of felt at first when she showed yeah. up, I was like, why are you necessary, I guess? Um, yeah. And yeah. I kind of wish they would have gone a different direction with the drama at the end of the film. Because I feel like the first part of the film, in my personal opinion, is a lot stronger than the second half. Because it felt like they just mm-hmm. had to throw some <laughs> excuse me, some sort of like little conflict in there. Yeah. And they didn't have enough time to really flush it out enough to make me care about her per se um and also i don't know i kind of just want to understand more about 
Shun and his family um, no longer communicating, I suppose. But you can only get so much in a movie run. But yeah. um, I just, I yeah. felt sympathetic towards her towards the end, especially because they do a good job yeah. of showing that she's not there just because she's some, you know, ex-lover that's trying to control him. She has complicated feelings as well and actually cares about him a whole lot. Yes. So I did appreciate that. Yes. But I kind of wanted your opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you bring up a lot of good points. Actually, like, mostly towards the end of her arc, I had this thought that I was, like, holding back during the entire movie. But she reminds me a lot of Saudi um, from Wandering Sun, uh, which is the which is the one girl that loves um, the main character, but she's, like, kind of misled in some of her... Uh, like her feelings and her motivations. She's the one that I remember you were like, I want to know what you think about her because you thought I wouldn't yeah. like her. And I was like, I definitely get that, but I also kind of like like appreciate her. And I think by the end of the fiance's arc, I appreciated her character a little more. I do think that was definitely the portion of the film that had the most melodrama that kind of like drove me nuts <laughs> just a little bit. Um, but she like... She's fine. I do wish, like you said, it was more focused initially on just, like, everything with Shun's family and dealing with him uh, coming out to a degree rather than her unrequited feelings, like, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, like, she she's kind of a vehicle for drama, but they didn't do the worst no. with her. I think they could have done a lot worse uh, with her, and I agree that by the end I um, I didn't mind her that much um but then also like on that note i think that we again i really appreciated the flashes to uh shun's family background yeah. but i also wish that besides that, i wish we had a little bit of background on Mio's sexuality because there's like a line that drops oh god i was so says, fucking terrified. and i was like i thought he was gonna be like lol this was all a joke or something oh, no. i was i was no. i was terrified <laughs> And it's a big line and it's a big deal and it even more so complicates, like, um, in yeah. a good way, like, representation, which I think is really cool. But I wanted a bit more of that to play out, yeah. out because we saw some of that with Shun, you know, um, where they have a conversation about, hey, what's your experience with girls? And they both kind of express that and then you see Shun's side of it, but we didn't see any of that from yeah. Um, Which, like, you know, we saw the feelings with his mom, which I think is very significant, but I just wanted a little bit of that as well. But thinking back on it, actually, his perspective in that case, which we've talked about this before during our inebriated reviews, there will be spoilers, so keep that in mind. I'm going to drop a slight spoiler, um, and you can skip ahead, like, I don't know, a minute or so if you're uncomfortable with it. But basically, uh, Mio at the end of the film says, you know, I like girls, but I fell in love with you, Shun, and that's okay that's wonderful that's yep. beautiful that's that's great which is yep. awesome great he's you know he's he's bi he's pan he could be demi he's whatever representation he is and that's awesome um but then also like another thing that i appreciate about that in hindsight is it makes a little bit of sense to me why he didn't understand shun's internalized homophobia because it's probably not something that he dealt with growing yeah, up that's very possible um, so yeah, that actually makes me appreciate that a little more because that was another thing that I felt was like kind of uh, forced melodrama for a little bit 
but I get it and I I do appreciate that they took a character and were like, look, this is the impact of when you are uh, pushed with all of this like homophobia in your life. Yeah, especially at a young age. Acts. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. And not only by like um by his family, but also socially in school. So uh yeah, but again, that's really interesting and I do wish they dived a little bit more into yeah, that. For sure. That so. would have been nice. Granted, again, if you guys are interested in this movie, it is only fifty eight minutes long. And that includes the credits. So yeah. it's real short. So they told a very yeah. powerful story in a very short yeah. amount of time. So Kudos to them, but I'm yeah. also like, man, I wish I just had a little, a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like this, this movie does so much well in its short amount of time that like all of these are mostly nitpicks. And what they really come down to is we care about the characters and we care about the story. We would have loved to see a little more. That's great. You know, <laughs> like what else can you really like ask for um, at that point? Unless you can think of a more like uh, significant part, I just I just kind of want to talk about uh, the sexuality in this oh. film, the sexual. Yeah, guys, um, it, when I we was had play tonight. I was not aware that I would be watching softcore porn with two of my best friends. So exactly, you know, that's yeah. fine. And it wasn't just one scene; it was a couple, and no. they were very charged. Yeah. I yeah, I was like, hoo, 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 and. I'm amazed I'm just, they went that far, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I... And again, this is another thing. I appreciate it. Like, I do appreciate that they... They also didn't portray it in the extremely fetishized way that you see in a lot of, like, stereotypical yaoi and stuff like that. It feels very real, very intimate, very, like... Very human. awkward. Intimate was the part where, like... Yeah, very awkward. Very awkward. Um, I actually really appreciated the... I don't know if it technically was. I think they like did switch at a point and I was like, hey, that's cool. We're not stereotyping in uh, like a uke and a seme any of that. Again, it's just nice. It's just they're in love and they're expressing that and it's cool and I like it. Um, yeah, that said, just just be aware of what you're watching. If you don't want to watch that with other people, just watch this movie. Yeah, on like it's only a couple of scenes and they don't draw it out too long, but... I wouldn't say to watch no. this movie with, like, your grandma, you know? And Unless you and your yeah, grandma no. <laughs> are that chill. I don't know. Well, I'm just glad you and I mutually had similar feelings because I thought that... Actually, what I love that you said when we watched this movie during that part is you were like, this is simultaneously awkward but also great. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, that is how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> they have, like, these soft, like moans and kissing noises and i was like oh yep <laughs> it was a lot for me especially uh, under was... the influence of weed anyway she also made a um like a youtube um co- or a discord comment that said muting disorder. yeah i had to <laughs> i just was like oh my fucking god I think the only thing I said that was kind of funny is, like, again, you get an earlier scene where they talk about their experience with girls, and then I was like, look, it's the first time. They're both virgins. This is, or what did I, I said, this is why we love disaster virgins. And then, um, you were, and then y'all were like, wait, virgins? And I'm like, and then Zach was like, backdoor Backdoor virgins. Backdoor virgins. (laughs) Backdoor virgins. I only think that, uh, she was a backdoor virgin, actually. Um. Because he makes a comment about how he had never been with a guy. And Mio's like, what? Not even one? So. I don't know, though. 
though? Because Mio said that he initially liked women. So I'm like, yeah. again, like he might, maybe might have is, tried. Maybe he was yeah. like, oh, I have feelings for Shu. Maybe I should see if I have feelings for boys at all. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, who knows? Who, who knows? Uh, but they are. They're honestly nice scenes. They're very, they're very humanized, and I appreciated it. It was, just, it just threw us all through a loop. A yeah. Bit. <laughs> um, but like, it's you know, the other thing that was so nice is like alongside those moments, a lot of what I really remember between the two are just very soft, like little conversational moments that they had, which were really nice, and it's. It's good. They 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 are so sweet. I wanted them to hold hands from the beginning, and they they did that and more in spades. So bless them. I'm I'm. Happy. I uh, there was another scene I really liked where they were actually going to um, check into the hotel, and they were just being ogled yeah. by this group, these group, this like group of women. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Um, that was yeah. just a really good scene. It was so subtle, and then he like held his hand yeah. tighter. And I was like, that was very good. I agree. I agree. Um, I liked that scene a lot. Uh, I think my favorite scene in the whole movie, like artistry wise, is in the last scene where Mio is um, going to head, I think, home with uh, Shun to see his family. And he is uh, praying to like his parents' gravestones. And there's this wind that picks up as he's about to leave. And it blows off his hat. And then he looks and then Shun catches his hat. And then the, the symbolism, and then, like, right before he left, like, the wind picked up behind him, and he, like, looks behind, and then Shun's like, are you go- are you coming? And he says, yeah, and I'm just like, the symbolism. The fucking, the fuck. <laughs> I remember there was a scene earlier on in the movie, too, when they first met, where Shun was standing in, like, a light, and Neo mm-hmm. was kind of in the darkness, and... Cammy started okay. yelling about it and Zach was like, oh my god! <laughs> it was so funny! <laughs> weak. We are weak for beautiful, beautiful framing devices. Um, I honestly wish that Zach was here because he picked up on, like, a lot of uh, little, details. um, what is it? Just, like, yeah, just, like, little uh, shot details and stuff uh, that he mentioned to us. The cats and, like, the cats cuddling in bed was also a cute one. I liked that one a lot, and um, it's it's a really artistic movie. Like, the backgrounds in this movie, holy shit. Like, the scenery in the backgrounds is beautiful. It looks like watercolors, and I loved that. Oh, my God. I, I just really liked this movie a whole lot. So did I. I don't know what else to say about it. Was it was very good. It was very good. I did want to mention the studio that put it together, which was Studio Hibari, who I had never heard of before. Uh, and I looked up some of the stuff that they've made, and it's a lot of, like, random things that I haven't heard of, like, uh, Happy Lesson, Vice Survives, Street Fighter, Monster Strike, Street Fighter, uh, Venus versus Virus, <laughs> yes. Oh, they did a, um, they did a show that Discotech recently picked up called Kashimashi Girl Meets Girl, which I think was an older, um, like, girls love show. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, might check that out. They did Major, which I haven't watched, but they that's kind of a big one. Um, and then they've helped out with a lot of other shows. Apparently, they also helped out with uh, Jibaku Shonen Hanako-kun <gasps> for Cassie. Uh. And, uh, and like, Kuzu no Honkai, Danganronpa, Assassination Classroom. Yes. I don't know. This movie was beautiful. It like, it, it was just... 
It was really pretty. They also apparently did the animation for that PV of um, Land of the Lustrous that was like traditional animation. Mm. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they did they did really good here. The art definitely elevated this film to just be like great. And I loved it, and it was expressive, and it was very good. It was just good. an all-around fil- good film. I think the fact that I don't have a whole lot to complain about um, is unfortunate, because I'm like, yeah. what else do I say now? <laughs> like, it's beautiful, the music's great, the characters are great. Um, for the most part, the plot uses its t- runtime very well. All of the side characters are good. Mm-hmm. Nothing seems to be out of place. We already talked about the slight moments of melodrama. I mean, like, what do I do now? What do we yeah. do? I want to know if the manga is accessible. I also want to know how long the manga is. Let me you check that out. Find real out quick, for us. For some... Oh, also, I did want to mention I really liked both of the vocal performances of our two leads, especially Mio's voice. Yes. I love Mio's voice. Um, he was voiced by Yoshitsuku Matsuoka, who I don't know by name, but he sounds really familiar. So I'm going to look at yeah, some characters he's played. He sounds familiar. His- his voice sounded familiar. Exactly. Yeah, I was like, "Who do I know you from?" He had such a range of emotion too. Yes, yes, he did. I'm not. Oh well, he plays Bell in the Don Machi anime, but I don't watch that, so we're gonna pass that. Cassie, mm-hmm. Cassie. Yes, he's the lead boy. He's Izumi Masamune in fucking Arrow Manga Sensei. He's the lead oh, boy in Arrow Manga Sensei. My fucking <laughs> god! He just accepts all kinds of love, including pseudo incest. You know? Oh fuck! He's um he no he's not. Wait no 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 no. He is not Miyamura in uh, Horimiya. He was Miyamura in Horimiya in the OVA. Because I was going to be like, no, I know the voice actor of Miyamura. Mabi. Mabi. I had to check. He was Betelgeuse. Betelgeuse. Nice. Betelgeuse. Why? Nice. What a range. Yes. He's Inosuke in Demon Slayer. Oh my fucking god. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) So he does so many characters, um, and that shows you he can be ridiculous or he can be very soft, because he was very soft as Mio in this movie. Um, so now I want to peek at uh, Shun's voice actor, who I don't... might have sounded kind of familiar, but not as familiar to me as uh, Mio did. Taishi, Taishi Murata. He has a long list of characters. Some of these. And see if I know. Did a lot of, like side characters and shows that i like where are your leads friend or is this your first lead that be no he's had a few leads just in shows that i've i've literally yeah the only lead um thing that i have seen him in is actually this movie he's had a few but um he's not as prolific as say the um uh mio's no i mean if you're gonna but he did yeah they both were perfect i'm just gonna say if you're gonna blow a lot of your money on one of them Mio was the good choice, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, he carries. It's, it's very he carries the movie to an extent. And I don't mean that in a bad way. He's supposed to, um, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> that was an interesting shift, I think, for me slightly. Is that in the beginning of the film, I thought we were going to have it all from Shun's Same. perspective, like pining, and then like, and then it just completely <laughs> like shifts, which I was not upset with. Um, it was just I was surprised. The- I guess a little bit. The sudden bit. time skip was a little bit strange, too. Um, yeah. It was a bit jarring. Yeah. Especially because Mio's just like, 
hey, you know how I was like really, really quiet and withdrawn and I like kind of liked you, but I never said it. Now I love you and I'm going to make you fall for me, which I mean, good, good for him. But I would like to know like maybe what happens in three whole years. Right. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, But they I mean, the whole fact in the movie is that they really uh, they grow together and it's it's nice. Apparently, the manga is actually only one volume with four chapters. Oh, I kind of want to so, read it. I wonder if they added anything movie or not. It looks like there's a sequel volume. So there's a sequel volume, but I don't know if it's... Uh, oh, no. So the sequel volume is what's going to happen after the movie. So it's when they head to uh, Shun's family. Okay, yeah, that's really nice. interesting. So, yeah, they were able to adapt something so well in a short amount of time because I guess the source material did that as well. So that's really nice. Cool. Very nice. I hope more people cool. watch this movie. I hope it doesn't fade into obscurity. Like, I really want more people to watch this film. If yeah. you haven't watched it, please do. Like, don't say that a whole mm-hmm. lot here at Shoujo Treehouse Inebriated Anime Movie Night, but <laughs> this is one of them. Oh, it's very true. I definitely plan to rewatch this film probably by myself at also some point. Also sober. I don't know because, about you. Like this, this, this yeah. movie was great. Yeah. High and everything. But I just, I want to understand a few things a little bit better. Um, and I think a, mm-hmm. a sober watch of this would be pretty, pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I hope to do something of an AMV with it just because like I really loved it that much. It was so good. It, it was, was so very good. good. Beautiful yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I think the last um, cap off that I also did have is I did, we don't usually do recommendations on our inebriated reviews, but I just really like, this movie now is one of the best, like, um, just portrayals of just a gay relationship in anime films that I've seen in a long time. But the other one that I think of as well is the movie Dokusei or Classmates, which similarly is based on a brief manga. And it's it might even be shorter than this. It might even just be like 30 or 40 minutes long. But it does, again, it very well uh, tells its story within that time point, And it has like they're they're a little younger. I think they're like 18 in that movie, but it has like them falling in love. It has them talking about their uh, life aspirations and if that is them together. It explores their sexuality a little bit, but it's a lot more restrained than this film. Um, but they're they're both really good. And I really think if you like one, you will definitely like the other. So please go ahead and check out Dokusei Classmates. It's also a beautiful film and it was made um, in the past like, 10 years as well. So we love these good modern adaptations. Keep them coming. Yes, They're great. <laughs> gimme, gimme, gimme. Feed Absolutely. me, please. Yes. yes. All right. So uh, I'm pretty good to probably just close us out. This was short but sweet, just like this movie. Cassie, do you have any closing I mean, thoughts? hey, guys, at least you're hearing from us. Like, that's an improvement, yeah. honestly. <laughs> but yeah, like, I wish I had more yep. to say, but it's just literally that short and that good and i would love if you guys would stop listening to me but listen to this next st- sentence please go watch it that was a really high way of saying please watch this movie I don't know. yeah uh you know what i might do on our twitter after we release this episode i might do a list um to the annie list or my anime list page for this movie just so people know what to look yeah, up yeah, yeah. Um, and check it out just because yeah we want to give it exposure so we'll go ahead and uh go ahead and do that oh show. But yeah, 
yeah. That said, if you want to keep up with our shenanigans, though they may be in unconstant at this point due to life, you can check us out at our Twitter at Shoujo Treehouse or listen to us on any podcast podcasting thing that you get your fix like iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that stuff. Uh, you can listen to us many ways. So we hope that you do. And we're glad that you joined us for this episode of Inebriated Reviews at Shoujo Treehouse. Have a good night, everybody. And also, yes. viewers, if you can, write me at me on Twitter. Tell me if two condoms helps you stay hard. Thanks. <laughs> Happy Pride, Happy everybody. Pride. Good night. <laughs>